Cave, the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week we argue over, well, these days we're arguing over books and podcasts and anything that's not struck work because we never have the same opinion. And we'll see what you think, who you side with. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. Right off the bat, I need to say you have worn the same exact color as your booth and now you look like a very pretty floating head. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah. I'm, you know, The Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies. And most girls. What a bold stance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That little hidden gem. I'm sorry. For those who don't know, Wizard of Oz is a film from 1939. Yeah, go ahead. The year I was born. So that's Mm -hmm. why it's special to me. Um, And most most girls like pretty ingenue types like myself would go for Dorothy, but not me. I want to be the wizard. I've Mm. always wanted to be a genius. This is actually true. Did you know I used to play the genius game in New York City? I don't know what that is. Oh. It's really fun and really simple. So playing the genius game is just as simple as when you are in a public space, say a New York City subway platform or mm-hmm. a theater or a Luby's cafeteria in Texas. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be in a metropolitan space. Okay. But you just look around and marvel that no one around you knows that you're a genius. Oh, see, I've been playing the genius game my whole life and I didn't know it. <laughs> Never at a yeah. Luby's, though. I draw the line. Oh, do they even still have lubies, I wonder? I've never heard of lubies, and but I, oh. I like saying it, but then it also makes me wince. I want you to know that when we are old ladies together, I'm going to take you to a lubies or we've been to a lubies style situation. It's essentially a buffet, but they have like the three different kinds of jello and the yeah. four different kinds of chip beef, so on, it's like, chip beef on toast and pasta. Oh, but it's and not stuff. soup plantation. I mean, I, I, I'm no. not eating chipped beef for anybody, but well, soup plantation, yeah. may she rest in peace was yeah. it's an, a West coast thing. And it was a, a salad bar and it was my favorite place on earth. And it closed because of the pandemic. And that is the I'm greatest so loss we suffered from COVID. That's right. right That's, there. I, there. Did you? How are you doing with the book proposal on that? Are you almost <laughs> done? Because I'd like to see the first draft. Because you're <sighs> right. <clears throat> That's a lot of... No, people did not pay enough attention. And that's one of those things where we've rewritten history to talk about COVID and the people dying when really it's the soup plantations we should care about. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to Spielberg because I want to shoot the film in a Schindler's List way. <laughs> yeah. Where there's Good. just one tomato that's a different color. Yeah. But I have a whole oh, way. Wait, yeah. are, are you going to Spielberg's Labor Day party? Because I'm going to be there. Of course. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, good. Well, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him then. Yes. I like that you're going to Spielberg. I would really, I hope that happens for you sometime in your life and I want to hear all about it. Thank Um, you. You know what I'm doing? What? This is a very big deal. Yes. I, I was listening to, we've been listening to a lot of stuff, but I was listening to Marie Kondo. Have you ever done Marie Kondo? Have you ever? I haven't done it, but, but I know all about it. Yeah. The sparking joy. Yes. Um, I have been cleaning out my house like a mad woman. And I think yes. that's why I feel 50 pounds lighter. Yes. It, yeah. It's, it's, a, it, it's supposed to have a real effect. It's amazing. Now, you don't have clutter like I have clutter. You, you seem like a much cleaner person than I am in general. I, I'm much cleaner. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. But I'm also less cluttered. And <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're better hygienically. 
you're way better. I'm better with- in all ways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. while we're talking about Marie Kondo, cleaner if language. I did it, it would be an afternoon. It wouldn't be like a, you know, weeks long oh mission. God. I don't have I'm a lot. I'm doing a deep dive on every nook and cranny of my house and I mm-hmm. love it. And it's amazing. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, why do I have that couch? I hate that couch. Why and- do I have two kids? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Right. Which one it's- sparks less joy? Yep. Out of there. Out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is these days, you know, there's a lot of programs for people who will, t- you know, a lot of fire stations near me. It's, <laughs> um, yeah. So th- it's not going to be, that's the good thing too, is like now with everything online, oh my God, I'm selling my clothing online. Really? Oh, oh it's bonkers. I've turned mm. into a completely different woman. I don't love the eBay experience because it's actually you're like, oh God, I made $15 on this thing and now I have to go to the post office. Right. But I made $15 on something. It's pretty exciting. Did I not start the podcast by telling you that you look pretty and that you're glowing? Oh. I think that was that was, <laughs> was before the Gen Pop joined us for Fandies Only. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that you're sparking joy. I think it could be. I think it could be. It's really good to to get rid of crap. I love it so much. I've I've like just on the top floor, five giant trash bags have gone out. And there's nice. more, to, more to come. More to come. Oh, yeah. Nice. Feels really good. Yeah. So thank you. Thanks for sharing that with me. And I'd be really curious to hear if anybody else has sparked joy and gotten rid of, oh, I am the dirtiest bird. And it's wonderful to go, wow, okay. Yeah. Um yeah. we're we're, cha- we're changing that up. Like, well, I but, want my it, place to be like a pristine rental. You know what I mean? Ooh. Well, mm-hmm. is is this because um, you are planning on house swapping, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's because someone is renting my house. Right. And so I'm making this thing look... It's so it's the greatest excuse ever to actually just go ahead and make the place clean and pretty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I um, love it. Mm-hmm. I love it too. And I want to spark more joy for you. I have a music recommendation. Oh, great. Okay. I heard it on Pandora's Taylor Swift station, which in general plays the same genre. So it's very rare that I perk up and think, wait, I don't know this singer. Who is this? Right. Because it's Mm -hmm. usually the people I know and I love and I listen to. I heard three-part harmony (gasps) and we know that's my thing. And I I thought, well, this ain't the Dixie Chicks. Them I know. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, the new Dixie Chicks. (gasps) Oh! They are called Chapel Heart. Do you know Chapel Heart? No. H-A-R-T. Oh, my God. You're a gift that just keeps on giving. Chapel Heart what? I can't wait. I can't wait. So the song I heard is called You Can Keep Him Jolene. It is a 40-year-later follow-up to Dolly Parton's Jolene. No. They are these stunning women. So I Google them. Turns out... I. I don't know if they won the whole thing of America's Got Talent, but a lot of gold tickets were falling from the sky. So they did well on America's Got Talent. I know that. Oh, my God. Um, They happened to be three black women. Uh Uh-huh. And they cried to Simon Cowell that Nashville rejected them because Nashville's not used to black women. Uh Uh-huh. Which made Darius Rucker stand up and say, (gasps) oh, I'm putting you on my next album. And they are phenomenal. And I haven't... I haven't listened enough to know a lot of their songs, but I know they sing about Jesus, which I love. Yeah, I love sure. when Jesus gets a and shout you out. Love, 
Easter and you love Christmas and you, it's a shame that you married a Jewish man. And I know this about uh, you. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but I do love Jesus. I'll in be song. your Christian like, wife. Thank you very, very yeah. much. Yeah. Yes. Cause I have a Jewish wife, Carrie. So yeah. it's nice to you, spread it around. I can't believe we've never thought of this before. And when are we having our ceremony? <laughs> Cause you actually do a really good Christmas tree. It's yeah. beautiful and tasteful. Thank and you. I, lo- I really respect your Christmas game. Yes. So, you, okay. Yeah. So Chapel Heart, uh, H-A-R-T, everybody, uh-huh. please, oh. when you're done listening to us and after you've left the man cave, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and written us a review, please go to your Spotify or your Pandora or however you ingest music and check out Chapel Heart. Oh, God, what a gift. That's amazing. I'm you're so welcome. excited. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Uh, a big thing, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. oh, that is a big thing. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Oh. She's I'm dying. I'm so folks. sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. Do I need to call me anymore? <laughs> Just text her. She, You know, she has her I, mud baths on Mondays. You don't want to bother ready. her right now. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the biggest deals in my life, we are going to the Bear Music Fest, which we, yes. which is a music festival that we go to every year. But this year, my girls and I, are playing a short set together and we are singing three-part harmonies. <laughs> and I am dying that we have gotten to this place with our family that we can actually do three-part harmony. That's thrilling. <clears throat> oh, it is. can I ha- it, will there be a video? Absolutely. I, I yes. need a video. Thank you. Oh, that's so we will video. I love I'm that. really excited. Mm-hmm. And guess what song they love to sing to? Goodbye, oh, well. Earl. The chicks. Oh, of course. Aforementioned chicks. So we're going to be listening to some, uh, wait, heart, H-A-R-T. What Chapel is it? heart. Chapel heart. Right. I was like, it's not Carolina heart. Chapel Introduce heart. Introduce them it. to chapel heart. I am telling you. <sighs> I'm so excited. Yay. And, and you have to watch clips of them on America's Got Talent because I was crying watching. Oh, I love they that. Just, you just want them to take the world by storm and you you're watching the moment their dreams all come true. And I can't, I'm excited. Yeah. I will watch it after the strike. Of course I'll go back and watch that after the strike. Game shows are not struck. I don't think. Oh, they're not. Oh, well screw it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in it. Um, Okay, yeah. so we listened to a podcast, but mm-hmm. I think yeah. we're out of time. So, who um... <laughs> <laughs> shit? Wait, can I? Who yeah. shit on the floor at my weeding? I. That was pretty good. Yeah, a lot of good accents. So, what I'm going to mm-hmm. ask is, Pete, the lovely and talented and handsome Pete. Uh, I love you, Pete. Could you please play the trailer up to the point where, like, the music sting kicks in? Because I think it's a good 40-second intro. What happened was we had this amazing wedding, best day of my life, naturally, married the woman of my dreams. It was such a perfect day. We had champagne reception under fluffy white clouds and jazz music playing and our favorite people. I didn't know about this, I don't think, until afterwards, until we got back to the hotel. And then Karen was explaining that something terrible had happened that night. (gasps) We've spent an an unhealthy amount of weekends, an unhealthy amount of time just discussing who the fuck shat at our wedding. Like, (laughs) (laughs) That's right. One of our guests actually defecated on the floor, missing the toilet bowl, 
by quite a distance. We quite naturally just have to know who was audacious enough to commit this most heinous crime. So we thought the best thing to do would be to join forces with our good friend Lauren Kilby to conduct a thorough investigation and get some answers. Okay, so now everybody's heard the best accents. Ah. I mean, you could just melt at these voices. Yeah, I just want to hang out with these chicks all day, every day. They make me feel smarter just because of the accents. Yeah. And, And there's something really accessible. I have a feeling many, many, many groups of friends have sat around and said, we should do a podcast about that. Right. Any story that's in their lives. Right. People, people want to do a podcast. Yeah. These days it's weird if you don't have a podcast, actually. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We won't talk to you if you don't. But these three friends made this happen. Yep. Detective Lauren Kilby, (laughs) who is not a detective whatsoever, is hilarious. So Helen and Karen, and it's going to be a struggle not to call them Helen and Catherine because... Yeah, because we two have of our dearest friends and couple. biggest fandies. Mm-hmm. Yes, Helen yeah. and Catherine. Equally Hel- as hilarious as these ladies. Yeah. But mm-hmm. their accents are not as good. I'm nope. just going to say it. Yeah, no. One's from Minnesota, I think. I mean, what One's the hell? One's from Tustin. I mean, what? Are, yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> she's from Wisconsin. <laughs> it's the same. It's all the same. <laughs> I'm, I have a, a inherent bias about Midwest. Like, it's all, there's a South Wisconsin soda. Is, ah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) All right. Sorry, Catherine. No. Okay. So Helen and Karen got married on a boat in a lovely ceremony. Everyone raved about the wedding. A hundred people on a boat towards towards the heavy drinking time. (laughs) Shit was discovered on the floor (laughs) of the ladies' bathroom. Three nuggets. They go into great detail. One of the nuggets had been stepped in and smushed. The other two were nice and whole and chunky. I mean, there's a lot of shit talk in this podcast. A lot. And these three Mm -hmm. women set out on a mission Mm -hmm. to find out who shat on the floor at their wedding. I mean, it's all there in the title. I probably didn't need to break it down. Yeah. They employ... But it's helpful. They employ a shitty lie detector test that they get online. (laughs) Yep. They employ actual torture techniques and interrogation <laughs> techniques. Yeah. They hire a psychic. They hire experts, fecal experts, sex experts. Mm-hmm. They have a criminal lawyer <laughs> a working criminal with lawyer. them. <laughs> All of these people are charming. All of these people understand the tone of what they're doing. <laughs> and, and they interrogate the hell out of a lot of their wedding guests who... <laughs> Are in on the joke. They're okay with it. But yeah. it makes you a little uncomfortable when they ask again and again, do you know who shat on the floor? Did you shit on the floor? Did you see someone shit? It's, but it, uh, yeah, I got the only time I really started to get like, oh my God, is when they were interviewing Hink. Hink. Now, for Americans, any Americans who might be listening to us out there, Hink is actually Hank. He is the friend who I think is the most suspicious. Now, I got as far as episode 11 and I did not get to finish it. And it's the greatest regret of my life. But it's also great because no spoiler alerts on my end, on my end. Sorry. Um, I listened to the whole thing. Okay, so did you is it solved? I don't know what I want to say if oh. anyone's going to listen. 
Okay. All right. You don't have to say so, who. I'm just going to say, listen. Okay. All right. right. I, I Is have it your own journey. Is it satisfying at the end? Because they have Not to do as much something as at the want. end. Not as much okay. as you want. All right. Because I but really want to know who shit on the floor. <laughs> I know. It's, and I'm sure it's got to have something to do with Hank, right? Hank's my prime suspect. It's hilarious. The The best, weirdest thing about Hank is that it is widely acknowledged by him and everyone that he spent yep. hours in yep. the ladies' bathroom at the wedding. <laughs> Hanging out with the women in the ladies' bathroom. And also, but that is weird. But what's even weirder is Hank's Facebook profile. I mean, I, you know, the fact that he Very posts suspicious. about different kinds of shit and uh, his girlfriend knows about this and gets that Hank's super into shit. And that just makes you, you know, I don't think they, they don't get into it, even though Something's that was the thing. Something's hinky about that. Something's very hinky about that. Oh, my See, God. And it's more Hank. sheet. It's more sheet, I think. Um, <laughs> At one point, sheet. somebody says the phrase, I got a deethreat. <laughs> and I was just ha- th- these accents. My, yeah. my, one of my biggest complaints about the podcast is that all three women, even though they have different accents, do sound exactly the same. They do. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. never clear who's talking until they say, oh, well, that's because you always say that, Helen. And I'm like, oh, OK, so that mm-hmm. was Helen that said that. It's really yeah. difficult to, to know who's talking at any that's given true. time. Well, Helen and Karen are similar names, too. It's like a little bit. It's not like one of them is Juanita and the other one is Pam. Yeah. That would have been helpful to change their names. Oh, right. Yeah. There's another woman who gets so into being interviewed in the podcast that she comes up with a fake identity and Uh a whole like a whole character. So (laughs) when they're interviewing her, interrogating her, excuse me. Yes. She is responding in character and she's having so much fun responding in character that they keep cutting out and going, that's not true. She's not any of those things. And this is all. She has a whole backstory and she's quite passionate about it. (laughs) Yeah, She's helping women in Turkey. It's it's really. (laughs) Yes. It's all very charming. What I would say, I mean, there's not too much to break down. It didn't have to be 14 episodes. No, it could have been six. You know? Yeah. They were just having a ball. They did things like. You know, they're like they have a theory. They have to they have to follow every lead. So they go to the zoo because there's a possibility that it might have looked like animal fecal matter. The fecal expert says like, well, it could have been an animal. So they go to the zoo to try to imagine animals that would be a capable of escaping the zoo. B could then swim to the boat, climb up on the boat, go into the bathroom and shit on the floor and then leave relatively unnoticed. (laughs) So that was a ridiculous episode where. That Either one I Helen, didn't care for. And I yeah. was like, but Helen was like, I got to go to work. I'm not doing that. Right. Like there were a couple of uh, red herring paths and they acknowledge it. They are yeah. very tongue in cheek and they they acknowledge this is so stupid, but w- but we have to follow every lead. And um, <laughs> yes, I, I don't I- know if you got to when Detective Noren Kilby is <laughs> decides bad cop must come out. Oh, the interrogation episode with yeah. Hank, yeah? Yeah. 
Oh, oh God, yeah, that's funny. the one that made me actually kind of uncomfortable. She was really going for it. And in my mind, Hank did it. Now, he sounds like he didn't do it. And he keeps saying, I wish I could help you. I wish I could help you. But he didn't do how it. does somebody have that much shit on their Facebook profile and hang out in the women's bathroom all night? And like... I, those two things alone, you go, dude, it had to have something to do with you. It right. had to. Right. I, I don't see how he's innocent, but he was really game for that. He was great. What I would say about Laura, detective Lauren is <laughs> she does take it far, but you can hear her trying not to laugh as she is threatening his life, essentially, and threatening she, torture. But you can hear this, that tone where she's like, are you really going to make me do this? Like she, you can hear yeah. that she's holding back the oh, laughter. Yeah. I found she's... her, give her a series and they are looking yeah. for future cases. They oh. stumbled onto something here. So they're adding this. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard it at the end of the episode, right before the credits or whatever. I didn't even know if there were credits, but yep. they, they say if something happened in your life and you want us to try to crack the case, cause the police yes. won't take you seriously. <laughs> so they are looking for future cases. Oh, really well, I funny. don't have any shit-oriented cases, but I do have my two favorite denim jackets were stolen at the same time. They were the best denim jackets. I don't even know if they still make them because I think you would call them today. You'd call them vintage, oh. and meaning they had been in my closet for some time. But I will say... They would not have left during this Spark Joy episode that I'm going through. I loved those jackets with my life. And they Aww. were stolen at my Sony screening of my movie, Just Plus Not. Now, Wait, why know. were you wearing two denim jackets at a screening? Well, I had brought them for my children who might or might not have needed something to wear in the air-conditioned theater. Uh -huh. uh, so I had them either in my car or with me at the screening. I don't know which, but they were taken from me. They have disappeared and they no longer exist. So I may, I may email them. Maybe I'll email them. I don't know. I, now they're pretty far away. I don't know how they're going to, you know, solve right. this case, but right. they're based be in Amsterdam. Uh, but it could be fun because there were a lot of celebrities at your screening yeah. So if they're going to look for, like me. Like you, So yes. if they're going to mm -hmm. look at suspects. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Um, but I think but, you should be interviewed because I don't know. I haven't seen you. You don't strike me as a denim jacket wearing kind of girl, but also maybe you're not wearing it around me. I mean, you would be one of my loved ones that they would have to interrogate. Yes. Well, yeah. one of the, the woman you're talking about who created the fake profile and the fake name Dolly. Yes, because her Dolly mother loved Dolly. So, uh, but Dolly, they all agree, including Dolly, I think, that she could be a criminal mastermind. They all just say, oh, she's very smart. She's very savvy. And I I think she interprets it as a compliment. And yeah. I would, too. Yeah. I, Let me just say, all, the whole time I was listening to this, I thought that you could do this. Like you would actually be the detective Lauren because that's your sense of humor. You yeah. go, I go raunchy, but you go far with your, I'm going to take you down. I, you are like, you could do this. You really could. You could do a wow. pretend detective, play bad cop. You would, you would absolutely go there and pull no punches. I believe this. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, Don't you feel I, that? I, I, I would love to do it. And I, I greatly respected her 
humor and her yeah but her commitment to the bit she yes. was really funny and yeah. she allowed the brides to just be themselves because she was the driving force behind this it, so yes. thank you i consider that a high compliment it is um, you you planned my a scavenger hunt for my 34th birthday that yeah. was like went right to the edges you had me go into a pornographic bookshop and try yeah. to order something <laughs> I should, and i, I sure had did. to look at all the shelves and i had to figure out solve the puzzle and then in a ball gown you had me get on a bicycle and yeah. ride along sunset boulevard sunset boulevard yeah. not a short way and there was a big hill to the mexican restaurant where i was to have more alcohol so you you go there with your but comedy you- but you know that I was following you. We we wanted to make sure you were safe. So my co-conspirator, KP, was like, and then we'll just meet her at the Mexican restaurant. And I was like, no, 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 no. We will follow and make sure she's okay and safe. So I will go far with my comedy, but there's always a Jewish mother looking out and protecting. You're amazing. That, I mean, that we should write that movie because that was just one of the best nights of my life. And of Still. course, I don't remember it. I mean, as you're talking, I'm like, right, right, right. I remember, I remember. And I do have, vi- I, I have a picture on my wall somewhere. Oh, I love that. Of us that night right here. Oh. But I'm not going to grab it because nobody else can see it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you could post it. Well, well I'm going to make a deep observation about the podcast. And it's okay. gonna, I'm going to bring in society. And we know oh. you're the deep one and I'm not, but I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Even though this was done in good fun, they would come up with a suspect and then immediately create suspicion around the person. Yeah. And there would be a clear and present path to guilt for each person <laughs> they came up with. And yeah. that is something we do as a society. Oh. We can write. People can be falsely accused. People can be. You can say anything. Like, I'm just spitballing. I don't know. Like, you could say Trump <laughs> won the 2020 election. <laughs> Who would say that? But go ahead. And you, I'm just, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the cuff. And, but if you just commit to the bit, you can convince 70 yes. million people to vote for you and to believe you. Yeah. And that's yeah. scary. That's yes. just the power of persuasion and, and what do they call it? Like lie by omission. So, and they did that in each episode. They were like, it's got to be the ex-boyfriend of one of the brides. Yep. Right. And yep. so- as listeners were like, I bet it was. I bet he was upset that she broke up with him and married a woman and he's, you know, resentful. Yeah. And I found my I found that to be a deeper takeaway from this. Yeah, that's interesting. Discuss. Well, <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, it is it it made me grateful for our legal system. Because I hope that that doesn't go crooked because that really is the whole thing about like, you know, innocent till proven guilty and you have to be able to prove things. You can't just say that Hank did it because he was in the bathroom and he has shit on his Facebook profile. That makes him suspicious, right? I'm really into Hank, as you can tell. You can't just say the boyfriend was jealous and so he did it. It's Mm -hmm. a, you know... You're right, but they they did this really funny thing where they really took leaps also with how and why, you know, assuming that somebody was jealous or mad, assigning people right. motives. But you're right. right. And we've actually talked about this with our true crime podcast things that we've listened to where, you know, like uh, we are I think we disagreed on the uh Lacey the 
uh, mm-hmm. Lacey Peterson case, there was like a, right, because just because he seemed like such an asshole and mm-hmm. he was an asshole, absolutely total asshole, but that doesn't make him guilty of the crime when the evidence points otherwise or does Ladies not point. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Peterson is guilty <laughs> and then he refuses to understand that. I, you know, there was too much evidence that, that, and he got off, didn't he? Didn't he get like, you know? No. Well, it's no. been appealed or something. He won his appeal. Well, he's always something appealing. Happened. No, but he's, yeah, we 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 talked about this on the podcast. Like yeah. he won the right to a new trial based on something, but he's he's not he has not been found. Right, he not won guilty. the right to he's a not. new trial because there was a lot of just because he was a dick. A lot of people assumed things, and there was evidence that the police cherry picked to support their case, and that happens Correct. a lot, right? You're like, I right. think he's guilty, so I'm going to go ahead and say only the things that make this person seem guilty because I have evidence that makes them seem guilty and I'm going to ignore the evidence that makes them not seem guilty. Exactly. And that's an interesting, yeah, that happens. That's happened a couple, couple different because it's hard. I mean, it's very hard to get that kind of evidence. I mean, look how long it's taken. Let's say, you know, hypothetically, if someone were to falsely say I won an election and I just did and you're wrong and I'm right, Mm -hmm. like, I guess it takes a few years to put together the kind of irrefutable evidence that would convince a jury of people. I think they have to Yeah. It still won't convince those who really believed it. Like if Scott Peterson got off. Yeah. I I might still be saying, oh, my God, they let a murderer out of jail because I'm it's the bias. What what's the phrase? Is it inherent bias? bias? The the. Something, yeah, right, about a juror who, like, right, if you just go in there with an opinion, you're not going to be open to the, yeah. Right, you have your theory, and then everything Mm -hmm. is biased because of that theory. So I can't, The thing about Pam, how the husband just went right to jail, because everybody's like, well, the husband does it 99% of the time. Nobody even looked at Pam. I mean, it it, it happens. The other thing that I think is really interesting and kind of radical about this podcast was these are two women— getting married. They obviously have a lovely, supportive, fun, creative, artistic group of friends. The kind of mm-hmm. wedding I would just love to be invited oh, to. Oh, I wanted to be there. Oh, yeah. On that boat. I mean, it sounded... On a boat. What a Except great wedding. Except they said wedding. lasagna, not my top choice. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> there were a lot of people that had comments about the food. You weren't alone in that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting. The They, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, no. Was there a homophobe in this group? Like, did they, did somebody shit on the floor? Like, was this a hate crime? Was somebody mad at the brides? Like, how does poop get on the floor? It is it possible somebody really just had to go that bad and then didn't clean it up? Or was this some sort of like a prank? Like someone has a really weird idea of a prank? Or was this a hate crime? Like, was there somebody who was like, you know, and they they kind of talk about that a little bit. Like, it's their special day. Right. Somebody, somebody on that boat had poop coming out of their butt onto the floor. And why? Right. I, that right. was one of the things that they explored. But when I first heard it, I was like, oh, God, did somebody like, was this a real F you middle finger to these people? Was that why they I don't did think it? So. I don't think so I, either. I think but, it was a drunken accident. But how do you drunkenly accidentally okay. poop? Has that ever happened to you? Hink explained this. <laughs> okay. So, and this was, I think it was Hank, and it was one of the funniest things, like walking down the street, laughing out loud at my podcast. So he goes into detail about how, like, when you're camping 
and you're squatting. He said women squat in the toilet. They don't sit, right? Because they're so that the poop could fall into your underwear, which form (laughs) a temporary panty hammock. Do you remember that phrase? (laughs) So the poop falls in your panty hammock and Mm -hmm. you go, oh, oh, no. And then it catapults its way out of the panty hammock. And onto the floor, and then they're embarrassed, and they just want to cut bait and run. So that was a theory that I agreed with. That sent them down this whole rabbit hole of who wore what kind of underwear to the wedding. Because, uh, right? Because Hank theorizes people who wear G-strings, like Mandy Fabian, Uh could not have a... Could not I'm have not had the suspect. panty hammock. Right, not a suspect. Right. You are cleared. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would have been yep. in big old trouble. Very yeah. suspicious with my granny <laughs> panties. However. So, but I love that, that <laughs> visual of like, oh, I it it bounced, right? It didn't get the toilet. It landed in. <laughs> but, okay. But if you, I, see, and if I were questioning you, if I were going to bring you in for an interrogation, I'm loving working on my Australian accent. Um, I, I would challenge you to squat and be able to get your anus over the crotch of your underwear. Nobody can do that. I mean, I've done yoga for years. These people were very drunk. How do you get your anus over the crotch of your underwear while you're squatting? It can't, I you're, don't know. Your butt, your butt goes behind your heels. There's just no other way around yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and also to be clear, these were yeah. little uh, dingleberries. This wasn't yeah. like a little hanger on that no. just fell at the end. This was three. They described them in detail as like Milky Ways. And, and did know. we? Uh, oh, right. Yeah. And did we clear up whether there were any dogs or pets on the boat? There were not. Damn it. That would yeah. just be such an easy solve. Like right. even if someone had a pet poop bag or something, like who? How did it get there? I really want to know. Well. It it is a mystery. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, so yeah. I want to uh, recommend another podcast. We won't listen to it because I've already listened to a lot of it. But this really reminded me of a wonderful podcast road my uh, called "My Dad Wrote a Porno." Did you listen to that one? Oh no, it's it's older. It, it's pre pandemic, uh, and I don't know if they're still making it. It is it, similar in tone. Friends uh-huh. getting together, very hilarious, creative, smart friends getting together and deciding we have an idea for a podcast. And it is a very clean pitch. One of them says, you guys, I found out my dad's been writing erotic literature in retirement, and they just read sections of the book and then pull it apart. And it is very, very funny. So I'm highly recommending my dad wrote a porno. If you And a lot of people listen to that one. So if you like my dad wrote a porno, I think you would like this. I, okay. I would recommend this. And if you need something light, which I think we all need these days, this is, it's a, it's a mystery, but it's more just about laughing and going along the ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, you mean? Yes. Yes. Oh, that, totally. Yeah. This yeah. is like hanging out with fun women and just, and also perfecting your accents. I mean, that's obviously part of it. it yeah, and, it is a crash course in many accents. And also seeing how easy it is to be a detective. I mean, that's the real takeaway, right? Is that we could all do police work. Yep. If we had to. So, you know, yep. that's She's good. practically on the force. She really, she yeah. took this far. Um <laughs> So how many man jobs would you give it? Oh, 
show, I would give it five. Maybe yeah, four. I so. Maybe I mean, maybe four. It's, yeah, it is I a little long. I was going to say like a 4.5. It yeah. is a little long, but just utterly enjoyable. And totally. thank you, Tara Sands, oh, for yeah. the recommendation. I never would. This would not have been on my radar, I don't think. <laughs> it's just totally fun. And every time yes. they said the title... Who shit on the floor at my wedding? Over and weeding. over again. Weeding. Every yes. time I would just laugh and laugh. It's just a funny yeah. title. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Excellent really, work. Yes. Good recommendation. Oh. oh, hey. every. Oh, we agree. This yes. is crazy. I love it. Um, well, I, of course, have a game. A very oh. important, life-changing game. Always. So let's tell everybody that The Manned Cave is a production of True Story FM Engineering by Pete Wright. Music by Ian Post. And I mentioned it before. Five stars. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do it right now. Write us a review. It helps us grow. We are so grateful. And if you write a review, we're going to give you a shout out on the podcast. Yes. And uh, please do join us. If you want to talk to us, you can leave a review or you can also come on Discord, mancave.com slash Discord. There's a private Fandy's only room and then a gen pop. Oh, that's, oh, guys, sorry. That's general population. That's for all of our listeners. Please come and join us. We post pictures and have fun, witty repartee. And uh, yeah, and uh, I revealed on there that I joined uh, Wordle this week, finally. So... Yep. Welcome oh, yeah. to the party. I got to tell you, it's, a it's late. like a, I it's like a cult, and I am ready to leave yes. my old life behind. I know it's Good. I know. So if you don't hear from me in a week, you know where I've gone. I've gone to the Wordle commune. Anyway, um, that's Discord, and then also we got some super fab merch. Very excited. We've got uh, one coming, make jail great again, and there's going to be other things, I'm sure. So. Thank you so much for supporting us. We love you. $5 a month gets you to join the Fandy Club at mancave.com slash Fandy. And it's we just do our best to make it all worth it. So thank you for supporting us. And uh, thanks for hanging Thank in. you for being a Fandy. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Yep. So this is a quiz. I was racking my brain how you were going to make the shitting on the floor a quiz. Like, how many times have I pooped my own pants? I thought yep. it might get personal, but I, but let's see what you got. This is has nothing to do with shit. I apologize. Oh, I that's okay. Sprinkle some in. Gross. I feel like we've saturated them uh, this, thus far in the podcast, right? Yep. Yep. Saturated. Uh, we yeah, we have a lot of shit talk. Okay, mm-hmm. this is because this is a podcast about a wedding. Yeah. A weeding. What mm-hmm. percent marriage material are you? <laughs> and we're bringing Patrick on to tell us if we're right. Patrick, if you could. No, uh, I'm just kidding. He's not coming on. Uh, so we're going to find out if you are marriage material. Okay. Am I supposed I to t- be honest or yes, a little white lie time? Course. Okay. And is this me during my marriage or before I got married? Like, are we are we interviewing the Mandy pre-marriage or like the married you, version? Right now, what what right percentage now. marriage material are you? I okay. took the quiz, so I have a score to compare to yours. Okay, great. Sure. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I am. Do you always apologize when you're in the wrong? Uh, I would if mm-hmm. I ever oh. was wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it might take me a while to realize I've done something wrong or swallow my pride. Uh-huh. Yes, I always apologize if I think I've hurt someone. 
Oh, well, yes, I always apologize if I think I've hurt someone. I apologize if I say something that might have hurt someone. I apologize if I uh, if someone else is in the room. I apologize a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay, that could be annoying. So I, I don't know how to temper that on a BuzzFeed quiz, but we'll figure that out. Um, it definitely is annoying. Let's just, so if there's the, I apologize to an annoying I'm extent, that's the one. Yeah. Five annoying points yeah. after you get your percentage. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Okay, great. Okay, so I am going to read a list and you're going to say yes or no, do they apply to you? Which of these things do you do for your partner? (laughs) Okay. Make a conscious effort to compliment them regularly. Conscious? Uh, Yes. Say thank you whenever they do anything for you. Yes. Try to be enthusiastic about things that aren't necessarily interesting to you, but are important for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we yes. said honest. Oh, my God. You know what? I am being honest because I've gone to see yes like three times. You know okay. what I mean? I go to every concert. I listen to all of the... I, yes, I absolutely do that. Yes. Okay. Tell them you love them regularly. Yes. Make an effort to concentrate on only them when they're talking. Oof. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Which of these things would be a deal breaker? You will, you must choose one. Okay. My partner is unambitious. My partner doesn't have any of the same interests as me. My friends and family don't like them. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think probably uh, that's a tough one because, I mean, it's really important that we have the same interests, but also if my family and friends didn't like them, that would be so stressful. I mean, I've had that. I've done. I've been down that road. They're, oh, they're I know. Almost, I'm one of your friends. <laughs> I know. I know. That's almost equal. That's really tough. Let's go with uh, same interests. Okay. I'm trying to be less of a people pleaser. Are you very specific with how your home is organized and decorated? (laughs) No, I don't really care. Uh, I'm fine with whatever, as long as it's clean. Yes, it stresses me out otherwise. Oh, God. Uh, Well, see, I mean, now today I would say I'm going to be three. Yeah. All right. It, it, it has been stressing me out. So but usually I'm not like that at all. Up to now, I haven't been that way. No, but you are answering as the version of you yes. today. Yes. As it's... you sit in your booth, a pretty floating head. Yeah. Your partner is annoying you. What do you say to get them to stop? <laughs> I'm going to do some character work. Patrick, what you're doing is very distracting. Could you do it elsewhere? Uh-huh. Patrick, could you please stop that? Or... I would just move somewhere else where they can't irritate me. <laughs> um, I would probably do the B. Okay. How comfortable are you talking about finances with your partner? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Comfortable telling them about how much you earn and if you have significant debt, but they don't need to know everything. <laughs> Completely open about all matters financial. Uh-huh. Fine if it's brought up, but you don't know how comfortable you'd be bringing it up. Uh-huh. I hate talking about finances. Four I'm compl- answers. I'm completely open. Okay, hold on. Got it. 
how would you describe your friendship groups? Oh, close-knit? Mm-hmm. Varied. I have lots of different friends. I have just one or two close friends. My partner is the only person I need. I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> well, obviously it's that one. Uh, no, uh, I, I varied. I have a lot of different friends. Do you think partners should keep secrets from one another? No, you need to be able to trust them with everything. Mm-hmm. Ideally, no, but it would be naive to think you could tell them everything. Sometimes it's better to keep things from them for the sake of the relationship. <laughs> I'm entitled to my privacy and they to theirs. Um, I, you know, probably that one. Privacy. I mean, you know. All right. Yeah. Would you be disappointed if you didn't have your dream wedding? Yes, of course, that's half the fun of marriage. <laughs> Maybe, but I would get over it. No, if anything, it would be a relief. I don't want a wedding at all. Uh, it would be, no, if anything, it would be a relief. I heard a story about these two people that got a surprise wedding. They literally had a friend who loves planning weddings and it was going to be their efficient. And they said, here's the budget. We're going to buy our clothes. You plan everything else. And it was a surprise okay. wedding. It's the best thing I've ever heard. But they knew they were getting married because I thought oh, you yes. meant they walked in someplace and thought they were going for a barbecue and everyone was like, surprise, it's your wedding. OK, no, they they had agreed to get married and they knew that right. someone was going to plan a wedding, but they didn't know oh, when it was going to happen. Fun. Oh, Isn't I would great? plan that. I would plan the hell out of that for somebody. Maybe we should plan each other's like vow renewals and we'll surprise okay. each other. Yeah. All right. Drum circle. Here we come. Who should do <laughs> most of the chores? It should be equal. Whoever has more time, whoever has the less stressful job. Wait, I'm sorry. I got distracted by the drum circle thing because we need to put that into context. Okay, Patrick planned a drum circle for my 40th birthday. And I just want you guys to know it almost ended our relationship. Yes. <laughs> it's it the only reason I've ever had to divorce him ever. But I didn't. And you didn't. I love him. And Yet. we had a great, it was, it made us stronger. What yeah. doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But if anybody has any drum circle recommendations, please do reach out on mancave.com slash discord because I have all kinds of tips. Number one being don't do it. Don't okay. do it. Sorry. What was the one about uh, what? Who should do most of the chores? It should be equal. Whoever has more time. Or uh -huh. whoever has the less stressful job. Yep. See? Oh, uh, oh, wait. It should be equal, more time, less stressful job. Oh, uh, I guess whoever has more time. <laughs> we never have jobs. We're artists. Do you actually ever want to get married? So I know that this is, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a little messing with the timeline here. Yeah, but yeah. no, I think marriage itself is unnecessary. Mm -hmm. But I would like to have a lifelong partner with that level of commitment. Okay. No, I don't want to be tied to one person. Uh -huh. Yes, my life would be empty without it. Uh -huh. Yes, but only if I met the right person. Otherwise, I'd remain unmarried. I guess it's that one. Yeah. That makes sense. I still feel that way. You are 78% marriage material. 78? Wow. I now, thought it was I, like... And I said I would drop five points and I don't even remember why now. Do we remember why I was going to drop something five I points? said was annoying, although I think that's particular to you. Oh, the and... apologizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't care for that. 
So I am dropping five points. So you are 73% marriage material. Also, that makes me feel better because I was 84% marriage material. Oh, okay. All right. Good. So suck it. uh, Then how about if I go to law school or you should go to law school so you can be my divorce lawyer? Because clearly it's going to all fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 73%, you know? Well, I thought... Detective Lauren Kilby isn't a real detective. I oh, could be your lawyer. And yes, you, that's I don't right. have to go to law. I mean, what a drag. No, you're right. And you would just yeah. go for the jugular. And Patrick is yeah. more than a little afraid of you. So that would be great. Oh, fantastic. Um, by the way, honey, if you're listening, I'm not really going to divorce you ever. You're stuck forever. He loves that. Like, because he lives one day at a time. So he loves it when I'm like, you're mine forever. And ever. ever yes. And ever. Yes. That was in my vows. Um, yeah, it's still true no, to this I was day. there. I remember. <laughs> um, oh, all right. Okay. All right. What well, am I? Uh, what am I listening to or or reading or? You are going to listen to. This is an author. I read his first book. Uh, nothing to see here, and it was truly one of the most joyful reads of my life. It's so funny and irreverent, and he's just hysterical. And that book was called Nothing to See Here, but we are going to listen to his new book, Now is Not the Time to Panic. And, you know, listen to as much of it as you can get through. I haven't listened to it, so I don't know how the audio narrator is, and that's always a factor, but um, he's hysterical, so I hope this one is as funny as the other one. And also... Good reminder. Now's not the time to panic. I mean, I think, you know, it's a good message, yes. right? Nice mantra. Yes, it's a mantra as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a it's it. a mandra. Oh, God, you're good. You're really good. Oh, I was kind of racking my brain. And I'm excited about the title of this podcast, which is obviously going to be Mandy Shat on the Floor at My Wedding. And I'm very, yes. very excited about that. <laughs> um, and tune in for the sequel, Mandy Boffed My Dad at the Wedding. Oh, Oh, are we going to actually interview? We're going to actually do that? We're going to talk about how that happened? <laughs> about how you hooked up with my dad? Yeah, I think it's it's time. I tried, but, you know. I Look, I'm not marriage material like you are, okay? Right, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that's what we're going to listen to as much as we can get through. And uh, we'll let the people know about it because we're amazing. And <laughs> I'll see you, see you next week. All righty. Yeah.